I just pressed record. I'm okay. here. Cool. All right. So everyone, Chuck had to make us wait to get started so that he could take back his carcasses in Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a video game. I had to wait 12 hours to do a podcast today. <laughs> 12 hours. I'm a creature of habit. Uh-huh. Chuck's been playing Red Dead Redemption for 12 hours waiting for us. <laughs> No, I watched hockey today, too. Give me a break. It's <laughs> Rock Hard Caucus Late Night Edition. <laughs> I also ate a pizza. This is Night Caucus. Yeah, <laughs> Night Caucus. <laughs> All right, so we're recording late at night. This is the first time ever. We usually do it too early for me, but now it's too late for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is going to be a fairly casual, laid-back, loosey-goosey kind of episode. <laughs> I didn't really prepare anything, but we do have a bunch of recent events that we can talk about. Uh, does anyone want to go first? Oh, boy. All of us are volunteering all the time, I feel like. I, I'll go first. I'll go first. You go first. Um, so uh, we are officially all off the Bernie 2020 wagon. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the news or not, but it has been revealed that Senator Sanders is not only anti-Semitic, which we all knew, uh, but he is also <laughs> a sexist who does not believe that women can be president. Uh, what's your guys' take on that? Do you agree with him? Um, so if you listen to our sister podcast and pay us money to do so, we have the definitive take on this. Um, but the take is, yeah, women can't be president. <laughs> Let's see what you right. have to say about this now. Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that. Yeah, but I was going to say, I Natalie think can, wants to abstain. Natalie can expound on that, you know, as much as she wants to, because I would, like, never want to, like, step on any woman's, you what know. What kind of Bernie bros are you? All I'm going to say is... <laughs> Actually, the serpent is a symbol of fertility and rebirth and vitality. Yeah, it's on the yeah, it's on the uh, American Medical Association logo that's right. or whatever. It's the oh yeah, because I heard that's because of their venom. Uh, snake venom was used to make oh, medicine yeah. way back. I don't know the history of medicine, but I'm sure snakes were involved. It was used for euthanasia. Yeah, there was a lot of use of snakes. Yeah, they use snakes to suck out the blood of people. <laughs> I meant leeches. So, but. the Elizabeth Warren stuff is the worst thing ever, and there's literally nothing about it I don't hate. And I now, like, am revolted by even looking at Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, How do you feel pretty, about the people that are trying to draw parallels between this and the Me Too movement? Um, <laughs> I Okay, I yelled about this for a half hour last night. <laughs> So I better not like do it again. Or, oh, on the show. No, <laughs> on the show. Stella and I recorded um, an episode, and you should pay us money to hear my opinion. I'm not going to give it away for here for free. <laughs> All right. So the true sexism yes. is locked behind the paywall. Give us money, you little piggies. <laughs> the episode we recorded last night is one of the most explicit things I've ever done. And I did it accidentally because I f- kind of forgot we were recording and just talked the way I normally talk. Perfect. It's very, very, very gross. <laughs> and I just want to apologize. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Folks, that's patreon.com slash caucus. <laughs> Like we, we've been beating this to death all week, and it's been mostly me that's been posting tweets in the group DM about this and driving everybody insane. You know, fifteen the fifteen no, hours a day I'm awake, but um, it's all fucking <laughs> just the worst dog shit ever. Like it to me, it's just the reflection of how like spotless this dude is. That like this is what they have yes. to try to do to fucking knock him off the tracks is try to deploy this strategy and out of all of the men that are running for president I'm fairly certain that he is the least fucking likely to have ever said anything yeah. like that in his entire life yeah. like, it is very ironic that she went over and talked to Joe Biden right before the uh, yeah. infamous handshake incident went down Yeah, he gave her a little sniff it's, and was like oh yeah let's fuck this Bernie guy it's not even worth discussing in my opinion no. I mean <laughs> we're still gonna win like Elizabeth Warren can do whatever she wants, but I think it's really only hurting her more than anything else. For sure. So yeah, the little polling that's happened since bears that out as well. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. It does. Uh, it does. Yeah, there was a Reuters poll, I believe. Depending on who you yeah. ask, yeah, <laughs> there's was, 
all it's all over the place. I yeah. Mean, well, the yeah. fundraising during the debate was like crazy yeah. good, <laughs> especially the the national polling. But I mean, yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, there was a Reuters national poll conducted. I think the two days following the debate, and in their poll, uh, Bernie went up two points since his previous Reuters <laughs> national poll. So, Eat shit, flopping into first place, just free yeah. falling into first. <laughs> CNN went incredibly hard against Bernie at that debate, and it only benefited him. Yeah, because everyone, it was so outrageously obvious that like they went too far accidentally, like, mm-hmm. and everyone can see it. Even like people who are not normally very into Bernie. We're like, that's fucked up. And like conservatives yeah. are being really helpful. Like <laughs> the Trump is tweeting all the time about how they're rigging it against Bernie. Yeah, it's like, it, oh, you, yes. know, you know, that's good for him. Well, that it's, he, when yeah. you say that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the media is uh, doing a, a piss poor job of even trying to spin it. <laughs> like it's. It's funny as hell. It's, it's so ridiculous. Funny. It's made me think about Hillary Clinton way too much, though. Because it reminds me of like her like girl boss stuff, and <laughs> so much the pantsuit and the pantsuit. I was in pantsuit, pantsuit nation. nation. I got <laughs> added to it. There were there were like twelve million man. Uh, it, you wouldn't believe what it was like. You Are guys. you still in like, the group? No. Fuck. We don't of have access not. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we lost our mole. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the biggest thing ever. And it was you taking pictures of yourself in pantsuits oh. and then talking oh, about man. The, the amazing <laughs> shit you're doing. I've never and, heard of this before. And how excited you are to be voting for Hillary Clinton. No, it was oh, this man. huge it was this huge thing. It was this Facebook group that started during the election and it was when Facebook groups were like first kind of taking off and it became like the biggest one and it was reported on as like a media secret, but there are 12.5 million people in it. Oh my Um, God. Yeah. (laughs) It really is a nation. Yeah. (laughs) The rogue republic of pantsuits. So like all together and then, and then there's like nasty women Ones too nationally. These are all <laughs> unbelievably terrible groups to be in. I quit them when I was still a hashtag resistancer. Because I was like, this sucks. <laughs> One of my favorite hashtags from Twitter that was around during that time was this uh this like men for Hillary one. And it was like maybe like a month or two before the election, like actual uh, election day and all of the men for Hillary videos were like these really buff guys like pumping iron in the gym with like these little bro tanks on that had the Hillary logo <laughs> on it and like the text would say stuff like making sure we're in tip top shape to protect <laughs> Hillary Clinton come <laughs> election no, day no way no yes. way oh absolutely absolutely Hell yeah. I was not on Twitter during this time, and I was not paying very much attention oh, to politics. Oh, and I man. wish I knew everything that happened. Was it so funny? Oh, dude, it was th- the best. <laughs> There's the yeah. best time to be on Twitter. Was There's like the month the literally election. like millions of people in this country who would like put their life on the line for Hillary Clinton. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was like these like big oily men just like pumping iron. <laughs> They're like all tanned and shit with Hillary stuff on. <laughs> it's like we must protect Mrs. Clinton. <laughs> it was so good. Oh my god, I hated the little of it I did see, and so she gave me flashbacks this week. Um, but I kind of like to think about how much I hate her. So, because <laughs> I always find new fun anecdotes every time I could, like get down rabbit holes of how much he su- she sucks. So you mentioned flashbacks, and since we already brought up the debate, I had a realization, I think this was just last night, and I think it's worth sharing. Yes, do it. Okay, so at the debate, there was a moderator from the Des Moines Register. Her name is Brianne Pfaffensteel, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, one of those names that starts with a PF, so it just throws everyone off. (laughs) So she was the one who asked like the most glaring questions to Bernie about, you know, saying he doesn't believe a woman can be president. Shout out to wasn't it Eduardo <laughs> from Des Moines who was asking about insurance companies going out of business? Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> when Des Moines has like I think like maybe one or two health insurance companies and like twenty others that are not anything to do with health insurance. Yeah, all it was such a bullshit is, question. <laughs> it's not really a health insurance town. It's not like at a all. financial financial products town. Yep. Retirement. So, like, 
shit. Yeah. When you're like taking life insurance. Down yes, life insurance. That's what it all is. Yeah. Or like Wells Fargo. I didn't actually watch the debate. I did see a couple things from it, and uh, it was terrible. I yeah, I can imagine they <laughs> usually are, but I knew with this Bernie one, killed like, it though. Yeah. Well, he had to swallow a lot of fucking flies in that one because I mean he's like yeah. The top well, dog he stayed, now. but he stayed. He was not rattled at all. He stayed oh, perfectly dude, no. on message, and I mean, how do you? He even stuck it to uh, Elizabeth Warren on USMCA. Like, yeah, hell yeah. And she voted for it. <laughs> Did you see Chuck Schumer is voting Chuck Schumer it? voted against it for the same reason that yeah. Bernie about climate change, supposedly. Yeah. Also, every senator that's dropped out of the presidential race. Yeah, Harris did. Yep, it. Gillibrand. Oh, speaking of which. Shout um, out Gillibrand. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but there was a Kamala Harris sign on my street for weeks after she dropped out. And just, I think, three or four days ago when I was driving to work, I noticed that they had finally taken it down. Actually, no, it was Wednesday morning they took it down. So I can't help but wonder if they, <laughs> they turned on the debate on Tuesday and they were like, huh, where'd Kamala go? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're like, oh, no. <laughs> they just like went outside and like, oh, I better take this down now. <laughs> but uh, the only real clip that I saw from the debate that I thought was funny, and I don't, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this, was uh, the moderator asked Bernie, uh, you know, did you say uh, this about Elizabeth Warren? He's like, no, absolutely not. And the very next question was, Elizabeth, yeah. when Bernie said this to you, uh, <laughs> like the people are like laughing because of how ridiculous yeah. it is. Like everybody knows what a fucking champ this is. My brain is so conditioned to irony that I actually thought it was like a pro-Bernie question. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, like it's so ridiculous, uh-huh. but that's just because I guess I'm a Bernie bro and my yeah, brain already thinks that way. Cr- the fucking crowd laughed. Like, yeah. yeah. The, even Bernie they were laughed. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, that's the moment where I think that she should have realized, like, fuck, I stepped on my own hair trap here, and it's like close around my foot, and I'm bleeding out on live fucking television. Yeah, and that's the moderator I'm talking about, is the one who asked that question. Same person, huh? Ryan Rowe, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Liz Warren, uh, Steps in Bear Trap, is that a good Native American name? That is a very good name for her, actually. (laughs) Campaign. Just self inflicted wounds all over. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up for Bernie to bully a woman of color like that up on stage on national television. (laughs) Brian Pfaffensteel. Okay, so something about the monotone sort of. There's a sort of like hint of contempt for Bernie in her voice. During that exchange <laughs> and every time she addressed him at the debate. Yeah. Something about yeah. it was familiar to me. I was like, man, I feel like I've heard someone speaking to me like this before. <laughs> <laughs> so I, t- I had to sit with it for a few days like, man, why did I recognize that voice and just the mannerisms of the way she spoke? When have I ever interacted with someone from the Des Moines Register? <laughs> so I was thinking back. Okay, so back in July of 2019, there was an ice cream social that the Bernie oh campaign was throwing at uh, <laughs> the rec center in Iowa City. That is so wholesome. <laughs> and um, after the event, Ashley and I and a few of our friends actually were positioned behind Bernie at this event. So this has happened three times to Ashley now, <laughs> being positioned behind the podium. But after the event was over... Um, a Des Moines Register reporter approached me and asked if she could ask me a few questions. And as this was going on, she was asking me, you know, are you considering any of the other candidates? And I was like, not really. Like, Bernie's pretty much, like, I know what I'm doing. I know who I support here. And she asked, um, would you support any of the other candidates in the general election? And I was very, <laughs> you know, noncommittal. I was like, sure, yeah. I don't really feel like I need to answer that question at this point. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. I'm not willing to say that I would. And she said, I-, I think that I explicitly said I would not vote for Joe Biden in a general election. <laughs> 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 because, because in July, I wanted a quote like that to get into the papers. Yeah. <laughs> smart. Very smart. That's so smart. So she replied to that with, so if uh, if Joe Biden was running against Donald Trump, you wouldn't vote for him. And I was like, yeah, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd vote for Chelsea. I I bet Chelsea's gonna run. <laughs> that would be yeah. That'd be She's cool. like, so that that would be worth it to you, huh? And I was like, yeah, Hell worth yeah. what? What kind uh, of yeah. fucking I, worth what? what? It's a one person voting. <laughs> one person voting worth what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what, ridiculous. What's your fucking goal here? So I last night I was like, man, that couldn't have been her, right? 
So I went on, tw- or I, I Googled her name and then in quotes, ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some weird shit at first, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I found a tweet of hers from July 2nd with photos from that event. <laughs> and I can't imagine the Des Moines Register had multiple reporters at an ice cream social in Iowa City. So I'm pretty sure I <laughs> talked to that lady before. Damn. That owns, dude. Uh, did they ever publish any of your quotes about that when you mentioned that at the social? Nope. I, I was oh, looking for a few days afterwards <laughs> and it didn't happen. No, dude, That would have been so good. She was trying to fish something out of you, like a second answer. <laughs> like, there's no... Like, you handled that perfectly. So she had fucking nothing from you. She... Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want to use it because she got owned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least she knows when she's owned. That's good. I mean, sometimes I don't even realize I'm getting fucked on. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, to Hector one person about, like, the outcome of the election <laughs> based on their preference is just ridiculous. A year and a half before that election. Yeah, a year and a half before it's even, before, yeah, there's even a candidate for whatever party. Yeah, six months before the primary even starts. Dude, I'm voting third party, and I'm telling you right now. If, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. For Bi- If Biden wins the nomination? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm going to have to seriously think about it. <laughs> I, ass- uh, I assume know? Tulsi would run, and I would absolutely vote for Tulsi. Yeah. She's crazy and Islamophobic and, like, whatever, uh, I, but. I she mean, also won't be president. <laughs> no. Right, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> you know, you could, uh, you might be able to vote for Vermin Supreme. <laughs> you, you can write in whoever the fuck you want. I know, but I mean, like, didn't Vermin win, uh, what was it? He, he won, he won the, a libertarian the, primary somewhere, right? He's <laughs> on the ballot yeah, it was somewhere. Yeah, like Hampshire, isn't it? Wow. Winning a libertarian <laughs> that's, primary. Yeah. That's like a, we could a probably huge all do that. accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln Chafee is running yeah. for yeah, that's the libertarian. Up. Lincoln yeah. Chafee. What's next? A license Fee. to make the toast man. in your own damn toaster? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's that a quote? Yes, from the Libertarian <laughs> primary. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I kind of vaguely remember that. We don't need roads where we're going. I just remember, like, from the convention where, like, Gary Johnson said that there should be, like, driver's licenses yeah, and got, got booed. booed. <laughs> that's not the same After, like, yeah. every other candidate was yeah. like, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a bunch of nuts. <laughs> Um, so speaking of Biden, I believe Evan has a Biden-related story from this week. Yeah, well, from Friday, um, there is a big-ass snowstorm on Friday. I actually stayed home from work, and there was, like, a uh, Biden guy who pulled up to our driveway, like, right in the middle of the snowstorm Ooh. and uh, talked to my mom. <laughs> What'd your mom say? Well, my mom's a Bernie, bro, because of me, of course. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> my influence but i mean i don't know bernie is the reasonable choice again like for people who like don't even care about politics like it's still yeah. he's yes. still the most reasonable which is yes, why he'll absolutely win, basically but uh this guy was like she was like no like i'm not gonna vote for biden like immediately <laughs> good for her yeah and uh he like i like your mom a lot yeah, she's she's good. But um he he's like a doctor, I guess. He like retired, just retired at age 60, which is just goals. That's goals right there. Dude, there was a retired doctor out fucking hitting the streets for Biden in a snowstorm. <laughs> yes, I know. This is amazing. <laughs> Biden's ground game is improving and the left is scared. <laughs> yeah, so he said that the, that's why he supports Biden because Biden's the only one who can get Medicare done. Uh, Wait, Medicare oh, for all. I don't even know if he said Medicare <laughs> for all, but he he supports Biden's health care plan, and that's he said that Bernie Bernie can't get it done because you should trust him because he's a doctor. Oh, <laughs> like trust me, I'm a which doctor. Which is funny. I agree. Medicare will be done if Joe Biden is nominated. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I guess I guess this guy was kind of surprised that my mom was like a Bernie supporter, and um, I think he asked about the uh, Elizabeth Warren thing. Oh no! And <laughs> I think uh... my mom basically said that like clearly like Bernie was being more rhetorical, and that the way it was reported was wrong. And he was like, "Yeah, I agree. Like if it was me, then I would have just said that I'm going to win, and that's why a woman can't be president because I'm going to win." <laughs> oh. That's and then he was like very tactful. <laughs> but then he was like, "No, I think." <laughs> I think, yeah, it is very tactful. I mean, 
that that's maybe Bernie did say that. Maybe he was like, no, I mean, Elizabeth, you can't win. <laughs> Elizabeth, I listened to the boys on Comtown the other day. <laughs> they made it very clear to me that a woman cannot only not be president, <laughs> but she also cannot be a proper Batman villain. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I just cut uh, my, all my audio out. Sorry, Chuck Chuck missed another one. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, he's like, I like Bernie too. And I'll vote for Bernie. And I guess um, he asked my mom if she was going to like vote for whoever won the, the Democratic nomination or primary or whatever. And I think she lied and said that she would. But I don't. Aww. I don't think. I think if Biden wins, my mom probably won't vote at all. Hell yeah! I don't know. And I'm take the pledge, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds to me like your mom did really good. Though. I guess right now, I should. We should say, yeah, exactly. We should say, I'm not going to vote for Biden. Fuck him. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what Justin. Was yeah, doing. Justin is. Yeah, that's yeah, hundred percent the correct so, strategy. We're not going to vote for Biden. Uh, are we going to vote for Mayor Pete if he gets the nomination? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Try. <laughs> Who would we? I will for? vote for Yang. I will vote for for Gabbard. I would vote for Yang. I will, I will vote, vote for, for Klobuchar. <laughs> I would for vote for Klobuchar. <laughs> I will vote for Klobuchar. Um, I'm not voting for Elizabeth Warren. So no Warren, no Biden, no Pete. Anybody for me, else? Yeah. Okay. I'd do the rest. I'd vote for Yang. I'd fucking vote for Lincoln Chafee. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm not voting for those three people because they are going to set the um, leftist movement back by decades because they'll do like um, these like cursory fixes and everyone will get so angry that they just like, you know, did incremental changes okay. when they had a mandate to do like oh. everything. Liz Warren has Obama. already triangulated yeah, herself right? into a trash can, so I don't think <laughs> yeah. we have to worry about it right into the trash. <laughs> There are people who like genuinely think she's winning. I see them. On oh the yeah, it's like it, it's the same thing as the Kamala people at this point, basically. Yeah, just like completely delusional. D- delusional about the fact that like endorse her tomorrow, probably. A lot of people do not like her, <laughs> like especially now, because it's been like yeah, made crystal clear that she's like mm-hmm. a political opportunist. I mean, that's her whole thing. And how many times did we say on this very program? That we did like her. We tried. We tried to like her. How we dare you betray us? <laughs> I believe that <laughs> the exact quote was, we said that she'd make a fine candidate. Her a, politics a are still better than fucking, like, Obama, but, like, she's just mm-hmm. not a good politician. Like, she makes self-inflicted mistakes get... all the time. She, like, tries to please everyone and, like, please no one in the process. Yeah, but the selfie line, dude. Like, she pleases everyone with <laughs> <Yeah>. the selfie <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like thinking about trying to go to a Liz Warren event to get in the selfie line to do some kind of like <laughs> irritating viral shit. But <laughs> like tape like tape me asking some like hard hitting whatever. Um but I don't want to waste my time doing that. Miss Warren, Miss Warren, uh is pee indeed stored in the balls? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Yang came up. Do we want to talk about what I experience yeah, today. You want to talk about it? <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say, but uh, Andrew Yang was in Iowa City today, and he had an event at a venue where I am employed, so I ran sound for an Andrew Yang event today. <laughs> Congratulations. Is that going on your, your CV? <laughs> Definitely, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say. Yang is okay, you know? What's his pitch? My family was there. Oh, really? Um, So yeah. he... It was kind of weird because today was the day of the Women's March, and oh yeah, this was billed as a town hall on women's issues, but the local, or the most local Women's March that was going to happen was canceled for weather, so all of the women that were planning to come to the Yang event following the march did not show up. <laughs> oh, no. Which oh, yeah, man. made it kind of a That's weird start. That's such a bad look. Yeah. <laughs> So what was the uh, percentages on the audience? <laughs> I, it, there were still plenty of women there. It wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was still a very balanced crowd. I think he drew about 250 people, which on a day with shitty okay. weather is fine. 
for a candidate polling, what, 6% in Iowa? Maybe less? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, 6 to 8%, I think, is what yeah. I last saw. Yeah, it's a fine crowd for that. And so he started out talking uh, about the recent news with his wife, which I don't know the whole story, but I believe she was assaulted at some point. Natalie, mm-hmm. I think you know more about this than I do. Yeah, her obstetrician um, sexually assaulted her over the course of many appointments and she, um, while she was pregnant. So she and 31 other women are so suing him and Columbia University. Jesus. Now. I didn't know about the 31 other yeah. women. It's like egregious and it was like ongoing behavior where he would just tell her she needed these exams more and more often. Fuck. Uh, yeah, that man. sounds a lot like uh, Larry Nasser. Larry Nasser, yeah. 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 It's like some chilling shit. Ugh. Ugh gross. Yeah, so oh, he, God. Yeah. He kind of started his remarks. Um you know, acknowledging that and talking about how much he respects his wife, you know, and how supportive everybody has been in the wake of this news coming out. And then, you know, in typical Yang fashion, kind of pivoted strangely to a, like, weird, humorous story. (laughs) Uh, Well, he was trying to keep it on women still, so he was talking about how when he was a kid, he was like a nerdy Asian boy. And he was afraid of girls. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Maybe I don't put that I later. I get it. Way. <laughs> I get it. Okay. As a, okay. <laughs> as a Yang boy. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> it was a weird sort of whiplash, but no one yeah, seemed to Yeah, it sounds a little tone issue. deaf. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think he hoped to get out of that by saying that? Like, what? Well, I don't know. He's I like weirdly is having, I think he's coat. having the time of his life out there. I think yeah. he's just he just goes on there and he just he just riffs. He loves that people are coming out to see him and like he gets to talk to him and He has a simply delightful personality. Yeah, he's he's good. He's, yeah. <laughs> I don't there's nothing evil about the guy. Exactly. I don't mm-hmm. agree with a lot of his stuff like charter schools, yeah. etc. But that being said, he just has a wonderful personality, and some of his ideas are he's willing to be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's pretty endearing. Like, he is fun to listen to for a while. Uh, I get a sort of yeah. TED Talk vibe from him. He's like the kind of like entrepreneur, like, yes. <laughs> he's the kind of people that like. I mean, libertarians like him for a reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, Justin, mm-hmm. did you wear one of those little microphones that they wear that wrap around your <laughs> no, face no. in TED Talks? No, he, he used the venue-provided wireless microphone. <laughs> Handheld. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where yeah. it, like, points yeah, yeah, yeah. at Like what Steve Jobs yep. would wear at a tech conference. It's like tattooed <laughs> his cheek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't, but it was that kind of energy a little bit, but less cringy. I will say when he was introduced, he did a sort of weird little jump from off stage onto the stage and then immediately <laughs> walked into the crowd. <laughs> nice. Which they ate good, up. They good. loved it. Oh I'm yeah, sure. I bet. Yes. Yeah. He's a rock star dude. <laughs> so yeah, like you were saying, I don't think he's evil. I think he is genuinely motivated by a mm-hmm. an actual respect and like a care for humanity. Like he wants people yeah. to live fulfilling lives. Yes, I just think absolutely. he's kind of yeah. naive and wrong about. Yeah, capitalism. he has some blind spots yeah. based on his like background. I think he was like a corporate lawyer and shit for a long time, and so mm-hmm. yeah, yes. you can imagine how that can shape your worldview, you know. Definitely. But like, I you know, I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but I just like really like. I think his presence is very positive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the world, I guess. Well, compared to any Republican and compared to most Democrats, at least he's (laughs) trying to do (laughs) something different, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I would feel like he'd approach like foreign policy from being a person with a shred of humanity and like that would be good. Sure. And being a child of immigrants, he has at least some connection to places other than the country that wages war everywhere that being said i'm not in the yang gang no no. (laughs) like he's uh one of the least objectionable objectionable tech bros (laughs) yeah Yeah. absolutely a lot of his pitch is kind of aimed at like aspiring entrepreneurs or people who want to start their own businesses (laughs) which to me is lame as hell but i understand that that would 
appeal to a lot of people. Um, yeah. However, like it is probably the most like human pitch in in that regard because he was talking about uh, people with disabilities. Somebody from the crowd asked him something about. He's very good on about that. disabilities or people who are disabled and unable to perform what we consider the activities work of daily living in this economy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he actually was saying, like, a human being's worth is not in their ability to generate profit. Which is surprising to me coming from, like, a tech bro. Exactly, yeah. Because, like, usually these, these shitheads would be like, well, just because of this, you can learn to code. Like, you can learn to write fucking <laughs> JavaScript. Like, you yeah, learn- you can overcome literally anything. <laughs> yeah, just learn to code. Sick. If you just put your mind to, to it. <laughs> if yeah. you learn to code, all sexism will end and all misogyny yes. <laughs> will end if all girls learn to code. <laughs> yeah so that's that's refreshing to hear i'm honestly you should surprised. learn to code so that you can figure out the algorithm that will replace our government <laughs> okay oh my god you guys do you know who carly Kloss is i uh, no. no so carly Kloss is a supermodel and she i'm is... interested <laughs> cool <laughs> i too am horny <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up okay <laughs> she's married to a kushner brother uh, no. And she started a foundation, and it's called Coding with Clossy, spelled <laughs> with K's. And the entire foundation is just devoted to teaching girls to code. <laughs> to code with Clossy. <laughs> I just think that's the funniest shit. <laughs> like, what is it about? What is the coding thing? Like, where does that come from? Like, uh, why are we training all? It's a modern equivalent of, of bootstraps is what I see it as. It's like you put yourself with a bootstrap. You think? Fucking, yeah, because I think of like people are always like trying to retrain well, like it's, fucking. Coal, it's because coal like coal people miners. are like the yeah. biggest, most important, or like the most available jobs right now are like STEM jobs. So you have to get like a STEM job if you want to be like valuable to society or whatever. Learning to code also doesn't really require any college education. Like you can teach yourself how to do that stuff. Yes, that's yeah, yeah somewhat like, true. Get into the industry pretty quickly if you go through the right channels. Kamala Harris at one point I know when she was still in the race was like campaigning and she like told some like college student who was like a political science major that she should learn to code or something. <laughs> 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 she any competition. She's like that that liberal arts major isn't going to do you any good. <laughs> nice. Uh, classy. <laughs> very classy. Yeah, I mean there's nothing really of importance to report about the Yang event. He he does the thing every, you know, candidate is doing right now where they're like, I'm going to be president. I really am. <laughs> Even if it's like so <laughs> clearly not happening, which I can't really blame him for because, you know, that's, you got to say that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I'm president, yeah, me, Andrew Yang, when I am president. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, being introduced and uh, announced off the stage with the phrase our next president Andrew Yang do they do that at like John Delaney events too (laughs) I'm sure they do oh my god our next president John Delaney he's still in it isn't he he is gonna be in it until someone forces him out I can promise you I haven't seen him in the media for (laughs) a long time I do think that in the precincts here in Iowa where Yang is not viable i think most of his people are probably going to move to us from my experiences talking yes. to them absolutely that's my yeah that's my 100 percent experience i think we're going to catch that, a lot of the tulsi people too hopefully that's awesome my 100 percent experience have you seen any tulsi people like in person have i met tulsi people yeah no i don't go outside Are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> i have a really close friend who's a tulsi person he's like a wild conspiracy theorist. i noticed you said he so that checks out. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, guys. Real quick here. If you guys want to go see John Delaney, he's going to be in Des Moines on Monday the 20th <laughs> at 11 a.m. You have work off, don't you? Iowa Event Center. I, yeah, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. yeah the black, black the and perfect brown day forum. to see him. Yeah. <laughs> it's the brown and black forum he's going to be at. What is that? <gasps> and that's during the MLK Dude, prayer breakfast. John Delaney <laughs> is going to be at the brown and black forum, and he's... 
according to the website, it says the blo- the brown and black forum is the nation's oldest minority focused presidential forum and is the fourth oldest issue based forum. Mm-hmm. The, you guys got to go see him speak here. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> dying to hear what he's gonna say. Past forum participants include President Barack Obama, Vice President Al Gore, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, Senator Bernie Sanders, and Vice President Joe Biden. <laughs> Tickets are now available. <laughs> Oh, dude, you guys have to go. <laughs> Apparently, he's still out there. And the last uh, article I see about him is him saying, I think socialism is a terrible idea. John <laughs> Delaney still running for president to beat expectations. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's beat expectations. Beat already. expectations. He's, he's going to pull. He's going to longer. He's he going to win have. 1% instead of 0%. <laughs> Good for him. Good job. I don't think he'll crack 1%. We'll I don't think he will it. either. I don't think he'll win a single fucking delegate. No. But speaking of, you know, issues of race, events centered around those issues, Natalie, I believe you experienced something like that this week, didn't you? Yeah. I went to, like, the most incredible thing ever. It's, like, so filled me up. And it was right after the fucking, the thing this week, like, the, un- the, fucking elizabeth warren thing (laughs) so it was exactly what i needed it was like two days later it was the day after the debate and um we it was a house party that was hosting cornell west and nina turner and then deanna langfield who is a like local civil rights activist and also works with me cool It was really, really wonderful. It was so inspirational. If you get a chance to see either one of them speak, please take it. Um, I left feeling like so empowered that we can do this. And um, we we first got there. It was myself, um, my husband and my daughter. We got in and we went and got a seat. You know, it was they had a really big living room, but it was just like kind of full of chairs, you know. And as it got closer, they had to take out all the furniture from the room because it was absolutely packed. Like it was standing room only. They took away our chairs, which we arrived really early to try and get. So I'm a little salty about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And I, I took video of it, but the video does include the, so there was like a, uh, like at the front of the living room, there was a bunch of stairs going down and then um, like a little platform. Like, so he was speaking on the stairs, but you could like walk straight through um, from the living room to the kitchen. And it was just like the base of the stairs he was speaking. So you could see into the kitchen behind him and he's giving a speech. um, And, you know, it's really incredible and um really inspirational and we got there very very early so we were right in front of him in the front row um and scout is playing back in the kitchen um we can't see her but she's fine she's with another kid and all of a sudden while cornell west is speaking and while all these people crammed (laughs) in this room where all the furniture had to come out she flies past his leg checks the side of his leg smacks into it (laughs) Uh, runs up to oh, me wow. and 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 says, "I peed a little bit in my underwear, but not a lot." <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I'm filming it, so I like jostle the screen and like snatch her up and run past him back the other way because that's the only way I can get out because there's so many people. So everyone looked at me, grab up this child who had just been like. Um, loudly saying that she had peed her pants, but only a little bit. (laughs) And I had to, like, rush her back to the bathroom, and then I, like, had to run by him again to get back to my spot. And so it was just, like, I was up and down and up and down um, and in front of an entire room full of people. Um, My daughter said that she had peed, but just a little bit, um, (laughs) standing in front of Cornell West. Did he he respond to her remarks in any way? (laughs) No, he did not. (laughs) Oh, she said, I peed, but just a little bit in my underwear. Um, it's just a little wet. Like, oh my god, it was very, very embarrassing. Perfect timing. Um, yes. So we're in front of like some like really, really important figures in like the struggle for our rights, and like an academic and like an activist. And um, my daughter runs into him twice, 
and um, Peter Pants. <laughs> so that was all very, very cool. <laughs> and told and told everyone in the room that she did it. So awesome. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> yeah. But I did film um a bunch of it. So I might post like at least Need and Turner's speech because it's just simply beautiful. Um, and she says a lot of the things that Bernie can't say. Like she goes really, really hard against Pete Warren and um, Biden. Nice. Like she's just she's very, very mean in a really good way. <laughs> no, it makes you oh feel really God. good. The MSNBC people on Twitter just hate her so much because she real. goes on she goes on those shows a lot. And uh, she, I guess she quoted Tulsi Gabbard saying that, like, she also met with Bernie and that he didn't say anything <laughs> like that to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, made ev- all the MSNBC people mad. <laughs> Anytime Tulsi Gabbard is mentioned, they just, like, immediately start get really, getting really mad. It's awesome. That's why I'd vote for her. Simply to make them <laughs> mad. Yeah. At least one good thing can be accomplished, and that's that people who would get mad get mad about it you sound just like a trump voter natalie you really do (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know bernie and trump are the same now because of what you said they are um yeah so this should be obvious to anyone who listens to our show but i definitely co-sign what natalie says you should go see cornell west and or nina turner speak if you have the opportunity i've seen them both a couple times at least each and yeah super good it really makes you feel good like that's the way you deal with this shit with this like despair the total despondency is you find someone who can explain why why you should keep hope and why you should keep fighting and they're not like rose cousin colored glasses about it they talk about how bad it is yeah. but they also make you believe that you're not alone yeah cornell west does like a better job than anyone i can think of of like tying together like all the kinds of justice and like synthesizing it into like very like plain spoken language that the average person can like really attach onto, and also like he connects it with like the legacy of like martin luther king jr and like all kinds of civil rights activists over time and yeah, he's great. He has uh, Joe Rogan a- agrees. <laughs> yeah, he has such a moral clarity, and he's also like, in addition to what you were saying about tying all these struggles together, he's completely realistic and objective about our current political climate as well. And when I saw him, I saw him speak on Tuesday actually in Iowa City with a uh, friend of the show, Stacy Walker. Can I call him that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Is he aware of us? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Probably not. Wouldn't <laughs> Um, But yeah, I saw them do a town hall at the mill on Tuesday and Cornell West, he gave a shout out to quote our anarchist brothers and sisters (laughs) while he was speaking, which yeah, at a presidential candidates like officially sanctioned event. He was (laughs) talking about our anarchist brothers and sisters. So cool. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. And he talks about the other Democratic candidates and He's like not at all pulling punches with his criticisms, but also is like it seems like genuinely coming from a place of love for the actual people. Oh, yeah. Doing the things that he thinks are horrible. (laughs) Well, that's the thing with the Obama controversy was that like Mm. he was like hugely in Obama's corner, like campaigning up until the point where Obama became president. And then he started to criticize him because of the decisions that Obama immediately started making upon. Right becoming president and then yep. got into a bunch of hot water over it pissed off all the msnbc people who used to invite him on their shows all the time <laughs> when he's the one who was entirely you know morally ideologically yeah he's remaining he's the one consistent. remaining consistent yeah yes mm-hmm. <laughs> obama is the one who you know changed all the hope and change rhetoric into you know neoliberal <laughs> bullshit <laughs> timothy geithner you know yeah listening to larry summers just stupid shit okay i do have another weird event this week that we could talk about i think this was wednesday night uh, a few of the staff or the local staff field staff for the bernie campaign invited me to come to what they called a house party they and i were under the impression that this was a bernie sanders house party for organizers within the bernie sanders campaign volunteers to get together and learn about more volunteer activities and caucusing yeah. in general that sounds great right yeah sounded like a good opportunity to meet people uh who weren't already like tied into the campaign as it's 
currently ongoing. And it was in like a, a sort of wealthier neighborhood in Coralville. So I thought, oh, cool. We're like actually reaching some people that live in this neighborhood. And then I arrived at the house and was greeted by uh, a nice older couple. And they said, oh, you're you're here with the Bernie campaign. And I was like, yeah. In, in, my, <laughs> right. in, in, in my head, I'm like, isn't everyone here? <laughs> What's the password? <laughs> uh, so they lead me through and we're all sitting in their kitchen. I see the other Bernie people who had invited me to this event and we sort of make eye contact and we all look nervous. <laughs> I, I look in the corner and the mayor of Coralville is sitting there. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> who has, uh, you know, been in the news for his Joe Biden endorsement <laughs> in this primary, who I have made oh, fun of publicly on the internet. Uh, which I'm sure he hasn't seen, but you know, still like just that I have these statements out there making fun of him. And here I am <laughs> confronted by the large man himself. <laughs> Is he large? He's large. Yeah. He's kind of a, a big, tall guy. Not like huge, but you know, compared he's to powerful me, compared to me. Yeah. He's a powerhouse. Power adds 20 pounds. <laughs> of muscle. <laughs> yeah, pure muscle. So as it turns out, this was a meeting that the caucus chair and secretary for that precinct were putting together for representatives of each of the democratic campaigns so everyone could get together and like be aware of who is who and know about how the process is going to go down on the night. Uh so there were people from Biden, uh, Warren, Pete, I believe Klobuchar, all these people were there in the same room and like we crashed their party with like six of us showing up. (laughs) (laughs) They were all very nice. Uh, You know, they are well off liberals, so they're they're not going to be hostile, openly hostile. Yeah, I I was going to say the Biden canvasser guy was like, I like Bernie too. And honestly, I have never met anyone who like said that who was like a normal like Democrat who said that they didn't like Bernie. Yeah, I've only yes. met like a couple people, but they were still very polite to me, even if they said yeah. they really dislike Bernie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're sitting there. It was good practice for being around these people who I in private make fun of relentlessly. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. But I put on a happy face. That sounds face like a weird them. experience. It was just weird. Weird, yeah. And the there was a, a guy there who I think works for the Warren campaign, or at the very least was a precinct captain for them. And he was wearing a Stronger Together t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> How sad. Oh, Jesus. Like, imagine wearing that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and this being the night after the, you know, debate where... Where that stuff was happening, <laughs> just, the, just the nerve of you to wear a stronger together T-shirt representing the s- campaign. Uh, he also said the word "y'all," which I really did not take kindly to. <laughs> I feel like if you lose like a presidential election, then like all of your merch should just be just like burnt, <laughs> not burned, but it should be like donated. <laughs> just like the like the teams that don't win the title that they yeah. so they print up all the shirts no matter who's gonna yeah, know, yeah exactly the result is, and so you see kids in other countries wearing like, right they end up in Africa yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you Present. should not be allowed to wear a stronger together t shirt anymore and it's like really for your own good because like those are only bad you're only bringing up bad juju by wearing that shirt yes. like you're you're literally it's cursed like it's literally cursed. I don't believe in curses, but it's cursed. <laughs> it's cursed. It's for sure cursed. I'm imagining now a group of small African children all wearing Ted Cruz 2016 t-shirts. <laughs> 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 That's gross, dude. Our Texas-sized president. <laughs> yeah, and the the lady who was the caucus secretary, I think was the title that she was going with for the caucus night. Um, she told everyone in the room that she had been a Cory Booker supporter, which to me elicits laughter immediately, but I held it <laughs> in. But all of the, you know, libs in the room were like, aww. <laughs> like, oh, man. Aww. I was so they like felt, <laughs> Cory they Booker like does seem bad. not terrible on like a personal level either. Like, 
similar to Yang, but like he's also like done a lot more like shitty stuff than right. Yang. Like he as a member really of Congress, bad. yeah, he sucks. But it's like, good that you held it together, Heats dude. He is like affable. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> like, I would not have done well in this situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like at all. But yeah, poor, poor Cory Booker. It was he a weird aspired. Experience. He aspired for so much more. He wanted to just bring the country together, but they rejected him. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a weird experience. Just like holding all of my inner thoughts inside, and just kind of waiting until it's over with a smile on my face. Yeah, after that, I went to the bar with some of the Bernie people, and we just <laughs> kind of decompressed <laughs> a little bit. It was good practice for caucus night, where I will, of course, be confronted with yes. people who do not think all of the same things as me, which is difficult. <laughs> I hate that. It's terrible. <laughs> Leave me in my echo chamber, I think please. it's fun at the <laughs> <Yeah>. caucus <laughs> to just stare at the people across the room from you and just uh, think about what led them here. <laughs> you know? How did you become like this? Yeah. Uh, what else? I went canvassing today. There's not a lot of stories to tell there, but it was, I think, probably my most successful canvassing shift of this season so far. That's nice. wonderful. We went to a phone bank, and we got all set up for the um, Caucus Leaders 401 training. What did you say you got? How many cards? I got four Commit to Caucus cards, and I usually That's awesome. get zero to one when I canvass. <laughs> but we are getting closer to the date, so people are more willing to commit now. Yeah, that makes sense. Nice. How was your phone awesome. banking, Natalie? Um, it was good. I don't know. Um, <laughs> did, how many people did you talk to? I don't think that it's like the best thing to be doing right now, um, but the weather was just like so bad yeah, it sucked. <laughs> um but it was like really great there were really cool volunteers there um there were people who were still canvassing from that site yeah so like there was a group of um seven kids from chicago hot like minors who had teachers with them and they drove from chicago in uh, a beat up limo. <laughs> and a beat up and limo? it was amazing. <laughs> we we pulled up at the house and we were like, what the fuck is that? And it's a, a long black limo and the side door is crushed in. Whoa, damn. And it, <laughs> and it was like a teacher with seven students. And um, I guess they were insanely slow and they only got like a little bit done, even though they had seven people and they stopped in the middle to go to go get food. Oh, my God. So I think. I think they were just wanting to go on a busted limo trip together, but it was still cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened today was there was a Bernie Sanders event that was a five-on-five -five soccer tournament and caucus oh, yeah. training event at the same same time <laughs> held at the so uh, cool. yeah East High School like um, gymnasium, which yeah is yeah. is really cool. <laughs> and I believe yeah. yeah they've been doing a lot of I've been getting a lot of. Uh, things for like bilingual um caucusing yep. they asked me to bilingual caucus but i don't speak spanish i was gonna ask why they asked you to do that <laughs> yeah no they, i think they just send it <laughs> to everyone wait. this guy's name is evan jones let's uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, i don't know i get all kinds of emails <laughs> uh, i saw no shit two andrew yang yard signs canvassing today nice dude Huh. The infection is spreading. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Andrew Yang is again a symptom of like the people's discontent with what you know political parties are offering. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh spiritually similar to to us. I remember I talked to a lady who I think was torn between Bernie and Yang, but leaning towards us just for the you know clear majority yeah. that we represent. As the opposed practicality to the, of it. Yeah, the smaller yeah. the smaller thing that he represents. Yeah. Man, it's such a slam dunk to to nominate Bernie. It really is. Like I'm like I'm saying with like most of the Democrats are sympathetic to Bernie at the very least. There's like very few people who hate him. And like honestly, there was like polling about um the amount of percentage of supporters who would defect to Trump in the general and Bernie was at like four percent. I think it was an Emerson poll. Yeah. And it was like Bernie at four percent and like Warren and Bi Biden were both like far above that. At like least twice like as 10. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bernie supporters are not gonna vote for Trump. They're not gonna vote at all. Like that's hell that's yeah. the risk that no. you're 
<laughs> that's the risk you're running. Yep. And like Bernie is by far and away, you know, people are actually enthusiastic about him compared to every other candidate who you can draw up pros and cons and, <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. It's, if I, if it's I wasn't a, a Bernie problem. person, then yeah, like, I, I don't know who the, f- like, who the fuck do you vote for? Like, <laughs> every choice is so flawed, you know. And the only argument against Bernie is like, oh, he's not electable according to, like, centrist media outlets who. He's too old. What about like, his heart? Project what they <laughs> think onto what everyone else should believe, you know. It's easy to say that from your position. Those people have been wrong so many times that it's ridiculous anyone even listens to them anymore. Yep. They they did the same thing to Trump for so long. They denied what was clear that he was going to win the Republican nomination like for months before he actually did, you know. <laughs> like Yeah, there's that old video insane. of uh Keith Ellison on whatever news program where he says <laughs> this is like summer yeah. 2015. He was like Trump could definitely win and everyone on this news program was laughing at him. <laughs> laughed, literally laughed in his yeah, face. Like open <laughs> laughter, not even like small chuckles like <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Um so in addition to uh the four commit to caucus cards that I got signed I left a fifth one with a, a guy I had a pretty decent conversation with. He was uh, torn, be- again, torn between Yang and Bernie. And so I talked to him about how I had just seen Yang speak and like I'm very, you know, sympathetic to the stuff that he's speaking on. And we talked enough and I I feel like just being nice to people is so persuasive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I, I, and not being pushy. Oh, you. You catch more flies with uh, honey than you do with vinegar, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when someone tells me that they are torn between Bernie and another candidate, when it's not like a clear ranking that they're giving me or they're not like, Bernie sucks and I hate him the most. When, <laughs> when it's more like, a, uh, you know, I could persuade them. I Instead, I try to be like as unobtrusive as possible i'm like not pushy at all because i feel like just having a representative of the campaign listen to what you're saying and just talk Mm -hmm. to you for a minute like a real person is actually way more effective than like trying to bring out all these talking points do it a hard sell yeah 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 Yeah. that makes sense what do i have to do to get you to vote for this (laughs) brand new bernie this (laughs) afternoon Work with me here. I'm willing to work with you. <laughs> Only 250,000 miles. Yeah, rusty but trusty. You can pay nothing today. All right. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Interest this is financing uh, for one the first of those four years. old models that were built to last back That's before right. this uh, new era of planned obsolescence. <laughs> so I asked him what specifically uh, appealed to him about Yang, and he made a joke about the cool $1,000 a month first. <laughs> Which I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, of course. We all want that. Freedom um, dividend, baby. Yeah. Uh, but he actually brought up how Yang talks about disability and his autistic son. And I was like, yeah, man, that was the like the best thing I heard at his event today. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, I connected with somebody on how people, uh, a human being's worth is not in their ability to generate profit for somebody else. People deserve rights because mm-hmm. they're people. They deserve a decent life just for having been born. For sure. I mean, that's yes. really the only reason I support Bernie is because he seems to be Absolutely. the only one who actually like values like the dignity of human life. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's genuine too when you listen to him talk. Like, yeah. there are people that say things that are similar to what Bernie says. Like, they're just like you know telling you how shitty your life is. But when he talks about how bad things are and why things are bad, like he's fucking mad. Like he's he's yeah. it's like he's mm-hmm. like you know, like a game show host or anything. Like, he's fucking pissed. Like, he is mad that these things are happening to people. Yep. He wants to see them change. He wants to be the one to change it. And he's, like, it's like a genuine, like, empathy that you can feel from this guy. Like, that's, I, I've said in the past, like, how, how good of a, like, a public speaker mm-hmm. he is. And to me, that's really what sets him apart to people. Is, like, you can, yeah. when you listen to him talk, he's, like, feeling your pain along with you, you know? Yeah, and most it's, people feels know that things aren't right, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, anyone for the average person, suck. things are not good no. right now, and it's like, people know it intuitively on some level. Yeah, any dumbass can get up there and tell you what your problems are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely the common ground that I think we have with the people who are looking at Yang as a serious candidate. Yep. Yeah. 
and and Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, same thing with like dignity of like you know people in the military stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Not sending them over to die for no reason. Oh, there's a very good reason. Uh, the arms companies and the oil <laughs> companies. That's a good reason. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I yeah. honestly, I mean, uh, Bernie connects it all the most effectively, of course. But yes, there's a common absolutely. thread. There's a common thread that these that people yep. recognize that the reason so many people are suffering is because there are powerful people who benefit from that suffering. People mm-hmm. understand that. Like, yep. even if they don't know how to talk about it, if you like appeal to that, people get it instantly. Cause that's yeah, all of they our experience. Have a vested interest in allowing the suffering to continue. <laughs> like it's pretty, it's pretty simple to, yeah. to explain. We're all a witness to this, but like our, our media landscape has been putting up this facade where you are never supposed to be angry in public. You definitely don't go on TV and speak mm-hmm. loudly. That's definitely not right. Yeah, no, because that that means you're owned and you're mad. You, yeah, you don't vo- you don't vocally confront like horrible atrocities. You know, you have yep. to be like quiet and respectful of the people who allowed them to happen. And Trump you know? winning has just completely exposed the absurdity of that facade Mm -hmm. trump went on tv was a loud moron and won the highest authority in the world (laughs) like their their thesis is clearly debunked at this point people are pissed off and we want to elect people who are pissed off like us (laughs) not (laughs) pretending they're not mad yeah (laughs) yep yep because what we hear in the from from people in the media are are from people who already live fairly comfortable lives, you know, like New York Times op-ed columnists. <laughs> like these people have nothing in common with the average person. No, and yet What's the New York Times going to endure. <laughs> uh, They're endorsing someone they might, tomorrow. They might do. It'll be like Warren or Buttigieg. I bet it's got to be. Yeah, it'll be one of those two. I'm I, I would say, bet money on. I'm going to say Warren. I, I Probably. Well, I don't know. Buttigieg could be for sure. Or maybe it'll be Biden. It could be Biden, too. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be anyone but Bernie, basically. It's, it's not going to be Bernie. <laughs> no. no <clearly. laughs> Michael Bennett. <laughs> Is Bennett still running? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh my I mean, God, he, he hasn't dropped out. <laughs> right. Well, uh, are you? how are you guys feeling? You want to wrap this thing up? <laughs> I'm Natalie's so gonna sleepy. fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can tell you've been super I, uh, quiet. <laughs> you're not even. You're not even laughing at our jokes, our poor jokes. Uh, because I, I simply dozed off a teeny teeny bit. <laughs> this is it's okay. Uh, to give you all a peek behind the curtain, listeners, we are planning to yeah. uh, record another late night episode on caucus night after the results have kind of come in. <laughs> So uh, this is sort of a trial run. So it's going to be something like this. <laughs> oh my! But even later, and after like I mean... a monumental event that we've been building up to for months. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll be ready. Uh, yeah. So you know, if you like the show, you can listen to more of the stuff that we make. Uh, we do some bonus content over on Patreon. We plugged it earlier, but it's Patreon.com/slash/RockHardCaucus. Um, <laughs> And we have officially, you know, uh, endorsed the idea of pirating our our premium content. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but give us money if I don't if know you think anyone we're cool. who would know if, how to do yeah, that. Yeah, if you're one of the people who are actually interested in this show, then <laughs> yeah. if you have just hit us up income, on Twitter, you want to help us out, you know, financially because none of us are rich by any means. Uh, it would be great Speak for, for us yourself. If, if the show blew I'm up. Rich, became... I'm rich in spirit, not in wealth. <laughs> uh, and I can tell you I my Dobrian reading is underway. I, <laughs> oh, have, <God. laughs> I have begun reading Willie Wilden. Um, I'm only one chapter in, and I have already <laughs> taken a couple pages of notes. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking for those episodes, are you just going to have like a different guest each time to like talk about with or i don't know what you're planning yeah for that. I, I don't know if we need but to that be... sounds like a good idea to like have a rotating uh like second guest to yeah talk we don't about it with. Yeah. we don't all need to be on but i don't know if we need to make like, right. a formal rotation but yeah we'll we'll figure it out as we go well yeah we'll figure it out yeah all right cool so that sounds fun that. i mean i'm looking forward to it <laughs> because yeah. he is a magical man <laughs> yeah there's already plenty to truly talk one about. of a kind 
I think I'm 13 pages into the book, and there's already a <laughs> lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about oh, this? Man. Uh, how many pubic hair references are we at? <laughs> uh, chapter one, zero so far. But I, oh, oh looking good for me. <laughs> I am looking out for those. So. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would. I would. I wouldn't worry, Evan, because isn't there like 500 some pages to this book? Oh yes. yeah, I'm yep. not. I'm not worried. <laughs> he's gonna. It's like the size of a phone book. It's he's like, gonna get into some hijinks. <laughs> it's like Justin. Are you, are you reading Infinite Jest? Uh, no, this is a <laughs> Joseph Dobrin's novel. <laughs> oh man, is there gonna be like a John Galt speech in the middle of it? There's like a fucking like 50 page. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> His like central thesis above the book. <laughs> this is a fifty-page quote. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be sick. Yeah. So if you've listened to a lot of our show, you've heard the writings of Joe Dobrian, and you know what you'd be getting into. And if that appeals to you, you have a similar uh, mental illness to me, and you should check out our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling uh, Joe now, are we? <laughs> is there anything else that we need to let people know about? I mean, caucus on February uh, 3rd, obviously. Dumbasses, yes. you know that already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope so, at least. <laughs> it's the day after the Super Bowl, so... Oh, God, that's right. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're not too hungover. Stay hydrated. If I was conspiratorially minded, which you all know I'm definitely not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would be yeah. suspicious about this uh, scheduling. <laughs> That'll do it. Good night. That was Night Caucus, everybody. <laughs> See you next time. Good Bye. night, folks. Sleep Good night. Tight.